one of the most terrifying but also gratifying things of, of life as a man is that we're all born relatively valueless. I don't think women are born that way. A woman, if she's born, especially if she's attractive, has an innate value. People just want her no matter what. But as a man, if you're not an important man, nobody gives a fuck about that and they're never going to care. So you have to build yourself from the ground up and that's scary for a lot of people, but it's also a massive opportunity. You can decide if you want to be a famous musician or a nice sensitive poet or a painter or a kickboxing world champion or a businessman. You get to decide on all the different characters in the video game. You can choose who do I want to be? And then if you actually try, actually try, you can become it. Isn't that amazing? You can wake up and go, you know what? I want to be this kind of guy. I knew who I wanted to be. I wanted to be the dude pulling up in the Lambo, three in the morning, gets out. Everyone's like, who is this big, strong, rich dude? I wanted to be that man, so I became him. And, and if you don't want that, if you want to go be a, a, a musician and play guitar and get a bunch of chicks and chill in Bali and smoke weed, whatever, go, you can choose your character and build it. A lot of people don't have the ability to understand the compounding effect of doing the right thing time after time. Even if you start a new business and you don't know what to do. I guarantee if you're always on time, if you're a builder and you're always on time, Take the basic shit. Just be on time. Yeah. Over time, you may you may think, oh, I was just on time. No one notices. Trust me. Across ten years, that's the difference between being a successful builder yeah. and not being a successful builder. Yeah. Well, stick to the absolute basics and and do the right thing and do mm -hmm. know what you're supposed to do. And this is why I have so little sympathy for people who go, oh, I'm trying to make it and I can't because I think they're lying to me and they're lying to themselves. But you know what's funny? What's funny is this: if you were to take somebody who says, I'm doing my best, I'm really trying and you were to get uh, an exact schedule of their last week and find all the times they've wasted time, you'd say, look, you've wasted time, wasted time, wasted time, wasted time. You know what's actually amazing? Most of those people are not even self-reflective enough to go, you're right, I'm not trying to rest. Do you know what they'd say? Well, I have to rest sometimes. Mm -hmm. well, I, well, I have to just have a social life. Well, I, they'd be so arrogant because they're arrogant. I have to do my Facebook. Yeah, yeah. No matter, you'd even show them, here's where you fucked up. Well, you know, I have to, do, oh, you're crazy. And then they go back to being a loser. Uh, a lazy person thinks he's working too hard and a successful person thinks he isn't working hard enough. And we're doing 20 times the work they are. And we're like, oh, I could have done more, could have done this. Oh, I missed that today, can't miss that again. Oh, I should have taken that call, I should have flown there. I should have, That's you know, we have guilt about it. They don't give a solitary fuck. And even if you pointed it out to them, they'd sit there and go, oh yeah, and they'd make some excuse for it. I've been so difficult on myself. It's very hard for me to look at somebody who's refused to be difficult on themselves and see them as my equal or feel sympathy or pity for them. Why would I feel pity for somebody who took the easy route when I took the hardest possible route? Yeah. I took the hardest possible way to be the man I am and you were too big of a and now you want me to feel sorry for you? I don't feel sorry for you. Yeah. I don't feel sorry for these people. And uh, because as a man, you can be anything you decide you want to be. That's the beauty of being a male. You can build your character completely from the ground up, just like a video game. Every single thing about me that people respect, I build. I was not born a world champion kickboxer. I was not born this intelligent or uh, intellectual. I was not born this rich. I was not born this strong. I was not born this confident. I was not born this interesting. I was not born this charismatic and humble and gorgeous and tall and strong and sexy. I was not born none of these things. I became these things myself. So I deserve all the spoils of war. And anybody who decides they don't want to work hard enough to become those things, then they deserve to sit and accept they're my inferior. Yeah. That's, their, that's their problem. I couldn't sleep when I was broke. And this is what we were talking about, the uncomfortable, of being uncomfortable and how it can motivate you. When I didn't have enough money to buy whatever I wanted, I couldn't fall asleep at night. Because I understood there are people out there that did, and I didn't see them as better than me. And I thought, why are these people who I don't see as my superior living an experience that I can't live? Mm. And it bothered me to the point where I could not sleep. 
So yeah, that was real. When you talk about suffering mentally, I don't really consider that suffering. Uh, I did. I have had a very painful life. I still think to a degree I do, but that's self-inflicted. But I can't imagine living other, any other way. I can't imagine living in this idea, this utopian, ha ha ha, every day, just, you know, Ooh. girls, drink, hedonism. I don't like it. Yeah, it's degenerate. I'm always, I think the only thing you can do that's not degenerate is usually be fighting a battle or solving a problem. Good. Yeah, growth. Yeah, so you need to either fight a battle or solve a problem to avoid degeneracy, which means I'm constantly looking for them. I'm currently one of the largest battles on, you can possibly, a man can possibly take on. I'm taking on the Matrix, the most powerful people on the planet. Right, yeah. So, yeah. Is my life difficult? Yeah. Uh, am I complaining about that? No. In fact, I'd hate it for, for it to be any other way. Anybody can be as rich as they want to be. That's, that's, that's the true thing about it. Then we talk about the three things that hold people back. I believe there's only three reasons people are not rich. One of three reasons. They're either stupid, arrogant, or lazy. Stupid is actually the smallest category. Mm. People think, oh, you know, there's a lot of stupid people. There are, but I know a lot of stupid people with a lot of money, right? There's so much money in the world. To be too stupid to generate money, I think is less than 5% of the population. Who are really? genuinely too dumb to ever make a good wage. Then you have arrogant and lazy, and these are the two most common. Lazy because people just, oh, you know, but I need time to myself. Oh, you know, but it's the evening. Or, you know, it's hyper-competitive. There are people who do not need times to themselves. If you're going to be lazy in any regard, you have to understand there are people like me who are billionaires who work 18 hours a day. When I finish this, I get into my car and I open my laptop and I work on my way to my next appointment. And then I'm going to work all night till the day I go. When I go to sleep, I close my laptop and I'm asleep a minute later. I work. That's all I do. Lazy is a big problem because people go, oh, but I just want to relax. If you just want to relax, that's fine. But you're competing against people who just don't want to relax and you're going to lose. The main reason people are not rich is because they are arrogant. 50% of people are brutally arrogant. And I'll give you an example. I have a school where I teach people how to make money online. I sit here as a billionaire and I sit and say, I will teach you how to make money online, anybody, 18 Modern Wealth Creation Method. And people will sit there in their brutal arrogance and as a brokey with no money and go, yeah, but can he really teach me? I have everything you've ever fucking dreamed of. I have all the money. You have nothing. And you're so arrogant that you believe you know more than me or that you can do it without me or that I don't know how to teach you. The arrogance of people is truly mind-bending. If you know so much, why are you broke? You obviously don't know. If I want to learn how to box, I wouldn't walk into a boxing gym, find a guy who can box and go, yeah, you know, not bad, but can he really punch? Like this is how people think when it comes to money. Most people are brutally arrogant. And you can sit there and you can try and help them and they're just so arrogant. They think, oh, I can do it myself or I'll work it out myself. I don't need help. And it's arrogance and it keeps them at the bottom. Everything great that's happened to me in my life, someone taught me. I had a kickboxing coach. My dad was my chess coach. You get taught things. To sit there and think you're too, you're too good to learn. Well, this is the problem. Most people are broke. Most people are broke because they're arrogant, bro. It's the truth. It's nothing to do with how stupid they are. They're just arrogant people. I knew a guy who wanted to be a musician and I'd meet him and say, how are things going? He'd go, bro, nearly finished my song and finished my album and we're going to make a lot of money. I was like, cool. Six months later, I'd see him house things. Hey bro, almost done with the album. I was like, it's been six months, an album. Yeah, but you don't understand. You got to mix the track. It takes time. Mixing track. Okay. We have computers. What? 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. Two, two days. It's been six months, bro. Like, and I sit to him and say, it can't take this long. You're just smoking weed. You're not working. And uh, he's, like, he's like, no, you don't know, you don't know. So I thought, okay, I'll make a track. So I made a song. I wrote some lyrics and hit a guy up, got a beat, got a mic. I know I'm not talented. 
yeah. talked, blah, blah, blah. I made a song in two and a half hours. And I started releasing these songs I made in two hours. And it was just to spite that guy, <laughs> just yeah. to teach him a lesson about how speed works. It's funny because obviously not because of my musical talents, but because of my influence everywhere else. I got millions of views on my videos. Yeah. So I beat him. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, how like many four. views you got? How many views you got? Yeah. Zero. And it's not, not because the songs are good, not because I think I'm a musical genius, but because because I'm Tate. But uh, yeah, they're like an hour, yeah. two hours. I threw them together. And it was just a lesson in speed to to make sure that I wasn't making any mistakes. And he was telling me it genuinely took months. I knew he was wrong, but the only way you truly know is to do. So it's like this this has to be a lie so i made a song in two hours i made a video in three hours and boom boom from, from 9 a.m till 1 p.m bang millions of views done and he's still talking about his album he's probably still talking about it today <laughs> it probably, does, probably doesn't even exist comes be out ready. tomorrow yeah be ready it's coming yeah <laughs>
I still think they'd be better without, without cocaine. cocaine. You know, that's just genuinely a vice. But if you go to a festival full of brokies, full of peasants and peons, full of people who don't try very hard at life, and they sit there and they idolize these false idols given to them by the Matrix, and they stand in a crowd full of millions of other people, like an insignificant peasant, Rave. and jump up and down, wah, yeah. Diplo, wah, whoever. Skipism, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just complete peasant mindset. If you look at these people and say, do you like drugs? Guess what they say? I love it. Oh, yeah. So, so I avoid, I don't want to go anywhere near the peasantry, right? Yeah. So, cause that's what it is. It's disgusting and it's, it's peasantry. So that's why I don't take drugs. And, uh, the reason I don't like vape is because I don't think that vape is even remotely natural because a tobacco is a plant. Okay, cool. But if you manage to put chemicals inside of a little container that tastes like blueberry ice, what even is blueberry ice? Yeah. I don't, I don't, it's yeah. not even a flavor. Just it, it's just words. Yeah. And and then you taste it and you go, that does taste like blueberry ice. Yeah. And how then they it, made it? How did they pull that off? Yeah. I, I can't believe it's possibly good for me. Add in the price that it cost. Add in the fact that it costs a dollar. Yeah. And comes deep from the heart of China. Like you're like, yeah, you think yeah. they give a shit no. about the West just puffing away on this <laughs> petrochemical? They don't care. They're happy. Yeah. So if you're going to smoke, at yeah. least smoke something, you know, it was grown. Yeah. The well, the reason I smoke is not because I'm addicted, because I have an iron mind and I can blink and cure my brain and stop smoking completely. In fact, when I, there's certain places I go to in the world where I don't smoke for months at a time. I, I'm not addicted to anything. The yeah. reason I smoke is because nicotine is good for your testosterone level. Okay. That's the reason I smoke. I smoke because I like the drug of nicotine because nicotine is actually de positive. The reason I drink coffee is not because I'm addicted because caffeine is a miracle drug. Yeah. Caffeine is, your heart. Caffeine's a miracle. Yeah. I drink coffee. endless coffee. And of course the matrix will come along and say too much coffee is bad for you. Too much meat's bad for you. They say anything to make you weak and stupid. Ca ca caffeine, people don't understand that coffee changed the world. Before coffee and caffeine, we were addicted, not addicted, we were living our lives in rhythm with the sun. We got up when the sun came up, we went down when the sun we came down. Go we, we didn't go against it very much. With the industrial revolution and caffeine, the introduction of caffeine, we now had night shifts, we now had double shifts. Think about this. If a, if a job introduces a coffee break, if a company says, take, stop working and drink this coffee, that's because the coffee you have is worth the time they let you not work because you make up it's for it plus some. That's how powerful it is. And what's actually interesting about me is when I think back, my entire reality is caffeinated. I haven't been awake without caffeine in years. Yeah. I, I drink coffee every single day. So I thought about this and I thought, maybe life's better without caffeine. So I took a week off of coffee. Yeah. And there was zero advantage. I didn't sleep any better. Yeah. I felt pissed off. I didn't feel like I could focus as well. I was more tired, but I couldn't sleep any better. It was weird. I was just like, this isn't me. Now, obviously, I'm still a hyper-competitive individual. I still went to the gym. I still did my work. I'm still the top G. But I didn't feel as good. No benefits. There was no benefits. Yeah. So after a week, I had a cup of coffee, and it was like, the miracle is back. It's <laughs> it's. it's Develop a coffee addiction. It's fantastic. There's nothing bad about caffeine. But I have 10 to 15 coffees a day every single day, and I will do to the day I die. But and so, so to, just to finish off for my vices, sure. coffee is not a vice. I want the caffeine. Smoking is not a vice. I want the nicotine. These are drugs that I believe are genuinely good for me. It's, it's just mind-bending to me that people are walking through this world without understanding a very simple life hack. If I wake up and I want to learn how to bake cupcakes, my instant reaction is, who can bake cupcakes? Let me go, let me go talk to the person who can it's bake easy, cupcakes. It's easy, really, isn't it? It's, it's pretty, easy. It can be pretty simple. It's, it's yeah. a shortcut, isn't it? It's a yeah. shortcut. Mm. 
So I want to make money. Well, who, who makes a bunch of money and who's telling people how to make money? Well, let me go listen to them. Let me get closer to them. But people just have this arrogance inside of them. They don't want to. And I, I think a lot, of, a lot of the problem with people, especially in the world today, is they, they misunderstand the difference between a, a dream and a plan. And nothing good in your life is ever going to happen by accident. If you see a guy in fantastic shape, you don't say, how'd you get in great shape? And he goes, it just oops, happened. oops, <laughs> I just fell. And it, no, he, he ate a specific way. He trained a specific time. He did specific things for a specific outcome. And it's the same with finances. And most people who are broke, if you say, do you want to be rich? Yeah, I want to be rich. How are you going to get rich? One day, I'll win the lottery. Yeah, dumb shit. <laughs> you have no plan. You have no plan whatsoever. No actionable steps. No, you're not doing things daily. You're just hoping some point in the future, God's going to just, just dump it on your doorstep. Guess what? It ain't going to fucking happen. And unless you have a plan, a specific plan, I had a plan. Everything was like, okay, today we have to do day after day after day until you get there. And this is what most people don't have because they're too arrogant or too lazy. I don't think it's stupid. I think most people, if you laid out a plan and they tried their very best and they were willing to learn, could do it. I don't think people are too stupid to make money. They're just too lazy or too arrogant to make money. That's the problem with people. I wake up. I check my phone. I go through my phone for about half an hour. I then go and I start training. As I train, I stay on my phone in between sets. I'm a phone addict, I guess you can call it, but that's where all the important things happen. Yeah. I have an empire. That, I have an empire that spans across 25 countries. Like I'm, I'm on my phone. I know that for peace of mind, I should use my phone less. I don't want peace of mind. I want chaos. You want to conquer. I want to conquer the earth. Yeah. Genghis, Khan did, Genghis Khan did not want peace of mind. Yeah. If he did, he would have stopped. I don't want peace of mind. I wake up, I train, I stay on my phone. Then I begin working. I'm doing a podcast now. If I'm not doing a podcast or if I'm not driving or if I'm not fighting, I'm online. And I live my entire life online. If I'm awake, I'm working. If I sit to have shisha tonight at 9 or 10 p.m. and there's a whole bunch of hot girls around and my brother's there and we're all chilling and we're talking, I'm doing all of that while I'm on my phone. Yeah. I am working at the same time. I can easily sit and manage a multi-million dollar empire and talk to some bimbo at the same time. Yeah. I'm not an idiot. It's not hard. I work. I, I, all I do is work. All I do is work. I don't know how else to say it to you. People, people meet me and they're like, I'm surprised. I thought you'd be like, this. I'm surprised how like quiet you are and you're just working. Correct. I have a very, very large and vast empire across huge swaths of the world and different industries. And anything I've ever wanted, if I want a beautiful female or a Bugatti, another one, or $100 million or whatever, I'm going to get it via my phone. So I work. That's who, I, that's who I am. That's what I do. In fact, the video just released on YouTube and it was from here in Dubai. It's 12 minutes long and it was behind the scenes of Tate. And I it's just a camera it. guy. Yeah, yeah. Dubai, Tate in Dubai. Yeah. And there's a, one of the comments on there is, wow, Andrew's always on his phone. If I'm, a, if I'm awake, I work. From the second I'm awake, first thing I do is check my phone. The last thing I do before I close my eyes, I'm on my phone. I am working. I probably sleep four to five hours a night. I don't necessarily recommend that. I know some people need more. It's actually interesting. I, I sleep like four to five hours a night, maybe average for like a week and a half, two weeks. And then I'll get to a point where I just need to sleep for like 15 hours wow. and I'll sleep a bunch yeah. and then I'm back catch up, yeah. and then I'll go, I'll go to bed at three, Reset. I'm back at up at eight, go to bed at four, up at eight. And then, but after a few weeks, I'm like, okay, I need like a day where I sleep. Um, and I put my phone in airplane mode so that people, when they're messaging me, they know I'm not getting it. Because yeah. if, if, if they're coming if they're coming through and I'm not replying, people panic. That's how much I'm on my phone. I'm on my phone so much that if messages are being delivered and I don't reply within 10 minutes, people start panicking. Is he okay? Have, have they got him? Have they got him yet? 
you know, because there's people trying to get me. So I have to put airplane mode, which doesn't really fix it, because I guess if they do get me, it might be the day my phone gets busted. I don't know, but it's kind of a thing I do for the people who care about me. But uh, yeah, I work. I work. That's why no one's ever going to beat me. Uh, There's like there's a whole bunch of other people and like gurus and self-help coaches and these people online. None of them have been through the things I've been through. Most of them are still kids. Like I don't I don't even know how old you are and I state I'm this. twenty. Okay. Twenty, perfect. So I state I state this with absolute respect. You don't know shit about life to your thirty. You just don't. You haven't lived enough. Yeah. You can be smart, but you can't be wise. Yeah. Anybody who's taking advice from a twenty five year old on the internet, you're a dummy. Because at twenty five I was stupid. That's why I'm not giving you advice. I'm interviewing you. Correct. But at twenty five I was dumb. Yeah. And I'm the smartest man on the planet. So like if you're sitting here and you're watching some guy's videos and just Google his age. Don't listen to none of these people, right? They can have opinions, they can be entertaining. They can interview Funny. others. Yeah. They can give their insights, but also keep in mind they are still young, right? Sure. As yeah, as a man, it takes a long time. You have to go through a bunch of crap to, to learn things. Pain. Yeah. So nobody, nobody can outwork me. Nobody can outcompete me. Nobody has a network like mine. And we're talking about me doing 17 hours a day. I have thousands of people on my work schedule. Like I have a hundred. I have a hundred people who work for me directly. I have thousands of people inside the war room and 170,000 people inside of HU who if I were to send them a message would do it. People like, no, how do you conquer the algorithm? How do you do this? How do you do that? The number of hours of work which is done per day in the name of Tate is immeasurable. It's, 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 it, it, it's incalculable. It's 5,000 people. Well, it's, let's do the math. 5,000 very competent men doing 17 hour days in the name of Tate. You, no one's ever going to beat me. The internet is mine, I own it. You go on TikTok for 10 seconds, it's me. It's Tate Talk. It's the same with Instagram Reels, it's all mine. There's no competition, nobody, doesn't matter how big your ad spend is, doesn't matter what marketing agency you go to, you will always lose to me for attorney until the day they finally put a bullet in my head, I own the world. And I will continue to own the world, all of it is mine. And and, and anyone who thinks I get to the top and slow down is a fool, because I do the absolute opposite. I will crush all of my competition for head to toe. There isn't even any competition, there's nobody on my level. And I'm still out working all of them. I don't want to stop working. I don't want a holiday. I don't want to relax. Is this relaxing? I'm going to try and relax for the first time in my life. We'll do this here on live in the podcast. Ready? Yeah. Ready? Am I supposed to want to do that? <laughs> what, what was that? What was it? Like, is, what, is, that, is that it? Is that the dream? Doing nothing. Is that the goal? Like, and if I'm not on my phone, my brain is preoccupied and anxious about what's happening on my phone, so it's better to just be on it. Like, I don't want to relax. I don't want to stop. And no rest for the weekend. No, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to stop. That's why nobody will ever beat me because all these other people, they want to take time out of They're their life. They're working to relax. They're working to relax or they want, they want to go on a date with that I will, I'm at the point now where I would, I'd, I'd look at a beautiful woman and go, I can go on a date with her and she's absolutely gorgeous and perhaps we'll fall in love and it'll be great. But you know what? I'd rather work. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to be off my phone. Yeah. I don't want to date girls. I don't want, I just want to conquer the earth. I don't care about anything else. Do you believe in uh, clinical depression? Let's have that conversation. Sure, let's have it. Yeah, no, I do not believe in clinical depression. And you're never going to, I'd love for you to try and convince me it's real. It'll be quite interesting. Do you think it's an invention of the US pharmaceutical industry to sell you pills? Well, I think that that's certainly part of it. I think that's part of it. But I've had this conversation with a bunch of people and my basic premise is that I refuse to believe in things that take power away from me. Mm. If, If you are in a haunted house, 
and you believe in ghosts, you're scared of the haunted house. If you're in a haunted house and you don't believe in ghosts, you're just in a house mm. and you don't care. So I don't like the idea when someone explains to me the idea of one day waking up and being miserable and not wanting to live anymore and it's nothing to do with my circumstances and I have no power over it and no matter how good my life is, I'm still going to feel terrible and I'm going to want to die. That's not an idea I subscribe to. Feeling depressed mm. is real. Yeah. Depression as a disease, I do not subscribe to. The idea, I believe, that if you feel depressed, something is depressing you, mm. and you should try your best to fix it. You should take control of your life and do your best to fix it. The idea, but they don't say that. They don't talk that. They say depression like it's this magic thing that comes out the sky and it gets in your brain. You're sad no matter what. And there's nothing you can do about it, and you need to only take pills. And I think that's a very bad way to look at the world, and that's a bad idea to subscribe to. And if you start to feel depressed, let's say your girl leaves you and you start to feel depressed, but you believe in the idea of depression, you're now gonna start diagnosing yourself as clinically depressed, yeah. self-hypnosing yourself into hypnotizing yourself into being clinically depressed. And, and it's amazing how you can speak things into existence. I cannot become depressed because I don't believe in it. Even if I had a chemical imbalance in my brain, I do not believe in depression. That's just who I am as a person. I don't believe in it. I do not believe in things that take power away from me. So, I, I'm, and people sit there and they try very hard to convince me it's real, which is actually quite interesting because it's always usually depressed people who sit there and try very hard to defend this idea. If you're so scared, if depression's so terrible, why are you sticking up for it? Why are you fighting so hard to convince me it's such a, it's such a powerful force? Why shouldn't you be doing the opposite? Shouldn't you be listening to me? Whose team are you on? Like, do you want to be depressed? Like, it, it's insanity, these people who are so desperate to push this idea. Then you add in the pharmaceutical element, the fact that everyone's taking these fucking drugs, messing with their brain chemistry. It's garbage. I think that you feel depressed sometimes because you're human. Let's pretend I'm completely wrong, right? It was, we, we can look at situational depression like you just described. We can talk about brain uh, imbalance and chemical imbalance. We can talk about clinical depression that you get. It's chronic. There's nothing you can do about it. Whatever. Let's pretend all these things are completely true. The best option, the best thing to do is still to get up, be an adult, control your emotions, be stoic, and do the things you're supposed to do day after day. Laying in bed and doing nothing is never gonna be the best option. The best option is still to go to the gym, to work hard, to run your business, to be successful. So it doesn't matter, we're talking about the different positions on the chessboard, but if the rules of the game remain the same, regardless of the position you're still trying to win, you, you still have to do the same things. So does it even matter at this point? If you come along and say he's depressed because of X and he's depressed because of Y and he's depressed because of Z, and the answer to all of them is still the same thing, then I don't give a fuck why you're depressed. All I know, what I will say as a matter of fact, is this world is hyper competitive, especially as a man. Most men are walking through life and they don't realize that it's constant competition. I was driving here, even as I was driving here, I was looking out the window, and all these people just walking around, one of them had a fucking croissant, one of them was dressed like a dick egg because it's London, he he fucking looks cool, he's a fucking moron. We've all seen them. Yep, moron. Some of the dudes just talking shit on the phone, some other guy with headphones in waiting to be fucking murdered, wouldn't even hear it coming. And all these NPCs, I'm just looking at them going, do they realize they're in endless constant competition? There are people like me out here. I will destroy, you could get all 30 of them in a room and I will sit by myself and absolutely annihilate them in any single metric. And they're just sitting there just fucking floundering and wandering through life, unaware of how competitive the world is. If the world is truly that competitive, you do not have time to be depressed because it's a non-competitive mind state. Mm. I, you can be depressed for X, Y, Z, whatever. I'm not depressed and I want the money you want and I want the girl you want and I want the status you want and the car you want and the house you want. And I'm gonna get it and you're fucking not. <laughs>
And I was told from a very young age that the only thing your ancestors are interested in is achievement. Even to this day, when I do podcasts, people repeatedly talk about my father. If I wasn't successful, he wouldn't be spoken about anymore. He, lost, he died nine years ago hmm. and he was a good chess player, hmm. but no one's really that interested in chess. The reason he lives on is because I'm so monumentally successful that people are interested in my origin story and he is mentioned. The reason I will live forever is because my son will be so monumentally successful that they'll talk about how he could have been such a perfect specimen of man, how he was raised, and they will mention me. If you give a shit about your ancestry and if you give a fuck about your family, you're not a selfish person and you want them to exist out in the ether for reality, for, for the eternity of reality, it is your duty to be successful yourself, then you have a duty to be massively monumentally successful to show homage to your ancestors. I find it amazing there are people out here today who are going to sit and say, oh, I'm sad, I'm too depressed, I don't want to work hard. There, do you understand that only 200 years ago there were peasants out working a field, starving, mm. surviving the Black Death, surviving the plague, struggling to exist just to reproduce so that 200 years later you can be the end of their bloodline for you to sit on your ass and do mm. fucking nothing? Like, well, you're a fuck up. You're fucking up your entire bloodline of your entire ancestry. You owe these people things. You must, they went through hell for you to exist. You have a debt, you have a duty to pay. You have to be the best possible version of yourself. And the same to God. God loves people who try. God loves people who work hard. It's amazing if you try your very best all the time, what God will give you. He'll give it to you, anything you want. If you actually try. Not, not convincing yourself you try, actually try. They're different things. But yeah, I was instilled with this because from a young age, my dad said, you're a Tate and Tate's are the, the greatest people on the face of the planet. And there's gonna be a day I'm not here anymore. And they're going to talk about me because of how fantastic you are. So go do your fucking job. I said, yes, sir. And here I am. And I, I love the fact that when I was growing up, when my dad walked into a chess tournament, people were scared because his name was said and they were mm. fearful of his last name. And now people are fearful of the last name again because of me. And they will be again because of my son. And this is, this is the beauty of life as a man.